0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the most glorious of events, the Movie Mavericks Podcast. This outstanding program is hosted by two fine gentlemen, Jason and Trevor. Now make it so. MovieMavericks.com
1: Hey now, everybody. Welcome to episode 361 of the Movie Mavericks
0: Podcast.
1: I'm Trevor Anderson. Since you're over Jason Rugard, he'll let you know what we're talking about
0: we got seven movies to talk about on tonight's show, the top being The Old Guard, the latest from Netflix, 7500, the latest from Amazon, The Gentleman, the latest from Guy Ritchie. There's a lot of latest, <laughs> even though there's not a lot of movies out lately.
1: I guess it's always the latest, right?
0: Yeah, because it's cause it like the most recent. It reminds me of that Mitch Hedberg joke, you know, here, this is a picture of me when I was younger, but every picture of you is when you're younger. Yeah. So it's like every movie you <laughs> saw was the latest movie. Uh, there's a lot of latest, and with a drought of movies in the theater, we are forced to watch well, there a are lot no of theaters, right? Well, there's a lot of drive ins. In fact, one here in the Bay there Area are drive-ins, is doing very but There well. still
1: aren't movies in those drive ins. Um, I mean, I saw the most recent movies, again, our drive ins around here, I saw would, would be The Hunt and The Invisible Man that played two nights ago, I think, in one of the drive ins. But otherwise, it's been you know a steady flow of Jurassic
0: Park and uh, I don't know, whatnot, shit like that catalog titles. I saw that The Empire Strikes Back was the number one film in the country on drive-ins, but none of those <laughs> are playing around me. I, I keep seeing the Geek, yeah. the Goonies, and Empires, and I'm just waiting. Why are they not releasing Top Gun? Wouldn't this be a great time to capitalize on that and maybe gain some momentum for the sequel?
1: No, I think that they would have to hold it. I mean, I,
0: oh, I mean, you mean the, the original. original? Yeah.
1: Um, I guess, but... I don't know. I mean, they did just release that not too long ago. I don't know it with catalog titles. I mean, does it matter? I mean, Ghostbusters has been um, around as we've been playing around too. I don't know. These, these catalog titles that they're playing, they play anyways.
0: Well, they said it's a $200 I mean, you, you could fee probably to find Top these. Gun
1: playing once a year somewhere. That's true. Um, so I don't know. It's we. It's weird. You know, it's weird that there's no real new movies, you know, so to speak. Um, Uh, I do like the guys over in England who uh, made, what, like a 40-minute movie, just slapped one together and then rented a theater and played it so they could make it into box office mojo and like, the top ten. I do like that story. That's pretty cool,
0: yeah. Yeah. So It's a bit of some fuckery going on there, but they did spend some money. That's a cool article. I believe it was on Variety that you had sent me. These guys uh, fucked around and made it onto the box office top ten. They spent some money in the end, even though they were trying to make it sound mm-hmm. like they spent no money. They spent no money on the movie they made, but they spent money running out the theater and the tuxes and some other things. But, right,
1: right. But but uh, the interesting thing I thought about that was that they obviously they paid less um, than what it would have cost to buy the amount of seats they reported.
0: And they could only so buy half. I found half that the interesting because. They, if there was real people in there, they would have had social distance, right? That's
1: true, but I believe they reported. I mean, if you look at the numbers they reported, it would have to be a full theater. They bought the theater. I mean, they were like the only ones in the theater as well. But they bought since they bought all the seats. Um, I, I do not believe they paid the amount that they reported. Uh, to the box office, which I thought was interesting, because uh, hmm. they—I guess they reported tickets sold or somehow or something. I don't know how that worked, but it didn't seem to me. And maybe it did add up, and I read it
0: wrong. But it didn't seem like it added up. Can you imagine having that on your resume, having it in your top ten? They you search it, and you're like, oh, you assholes.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Not, I mean, that, I thought that was a good idea. That was a good, a good way to to do something, to find something to do during this time.
0: Yeah, that'll be a. <laughs> you know? uh, Now dramatized in James Franco's next film, watch. gonna be a project coming, (laughs) the the Empty Theater, (laughs) right?
1: Starring James Franco. Yeah, Um, yeah. So there was that. There was also that horror movie uh, that played in drive-ins that was that did fairly well, but it still didn't do well enough um, to where you would expect them to release anything new.
0: Well, it's called The Wretched, and that did about 1.7 million, which is very. They're going to hold off off.
1: uh, well, there's no th- screens, right? I, I mean, so they they were they're definitely going to hold off. I mean, tenant obviously, I don't think they're going to release anything until next year because I don't think theaters are going to be open, even for. Uh, I mean, will be lucky if shit gets open by Christmas at this point.
0: And how much of your viewing habits have changed? I mean, I'm such a big theater enthusiast, but I'm really getting content with watching things in the I comfort agree of with my that. home.
1: But the quality is not there on the streaming stuff. And even, even on these movies that have come through uh, to streaming uh, that were sp- supposed to be released in theaters, a lot of these movies that they've that they've wound up just going ahead and releasing streaming are still not quality-wise. So they're holding back on the real quality ones for a theatrical release still. I agree. So I don't know that I'm sold on this yet. And then we'll talk a little bit about this when we talk about the movies uh, that we're going to talk about today, obviously. But... Um, I, I just I still don't believe the quality on straight to streaming is is there yet I don't think they're delivering yet
0: like you said we'll talk about it a little bit later but I feel like they are I don't want to call them B movies but they're of a of a lesser quality so almost TV movies
1: yeah but they spent, they have a they clearly have a large budget
0: yes <clears throat>
1: you know that's the thing about it is that but but they are these are movies that you would have expected to see uh, go straight to DVD or something um you know 10 years ago. Uh, 15 years ago so so they're just not like the quality wise is not the production the production value is there it's the story it's the actual movie itself that is not up to par
0: well we're almost getting into a review but i want to hold back on that and go to a different news item that i thought was kind of <clears> interesting <throat> and that's the fact that they are talking about or this is almost a done deal That disney has decided to move forward with the pirates of the caribbean franchise and put margaret robbie as the center focal point of that franchise. With
1: the writer from
0: Birds of Prey, right? Right. Uh, and Christina Hodson, I believe is her name. And I right. thought that it was, it's a good idea to I think it's a great idea.
1: First of all, you
0: have to admit that she fits... <clears throat> excuse me. She fits uh, the look for that perfectly, I think. I think that she would fit nicely into that. I'm getting a little uh, maybe overexposed here would be a, a, a good term, but... No, I'll agree.
1: Because you run a, you've been a run a real risk of this turning into another uh, Birds of Prey,
0: right? Which, which colorful, but I don't need this franchise becoming that. And are we, are we forgiven Johnny Maybe. Depp yet? Is Johnny Depp allowed to come back into this franchise? Like, where does that no, stand? No, I think
1: that's done. I, mean, oh, I think that goodness. that's been cut off and and gone away. And it's not that the last one wasn't uh, good enough or didn't make a, a ton of money, but it really didn't go anywhere and it didn't lead the franchise anywhere though I was it that. that
0: was that was a total to uh, no no pun intended but it was dead in the water in a lot of yeah, ways Yeah, so I
1: don't mind going a different route at this point and I think that um, with the way that that amber heard uh, stuff is shaking out right now, um, which, which, by the way, he doesn't look great in, but uh, he looks a lot better than she does, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it may be fine, and he may be able to come back to that franchise later on, which I would welcome more to go off on a little bit of a tangent now and then uh, right the ship, come back to him later on.
0: Yeah, I didn't think that there was that much in this franchise creatively left. I mean, the Johnny Dup, Jack Sparrow stuff is played out in a lot of ways, but where is it Intriguing at all with that without that character, and that's what we're going to come to find out. So they matter. They better do yeah. something. Depends on that what they do with her, fun. I guess. Yeah, because these movies haven't been fun for a long time.
1: But I think of anyone, um, if you if you were going to go with a female lead in this, uh, you know, I you could have done a lot worse. I think she's pretty perfect for it.
0: Mm-hmm. I know I, I like her a lot, and uh, you saw I Tonya this week, which is another film we'll talk about later mm-hmm. in the show. Let's start off, though, by talking about the latest release, the glossy, big-budget release from Netflix called The Old Guard, starring Charlize Theron. uh, A movie that, to me, we kind of touched on this a few minutes ago when we were talking about the overspending and what these movies are. And this is reminding me, Netflix is reminding me of Carlico Studios, or maybe even Canon. (laughs) Uh, And it's like they're going to stars, I feel like, and directors and saying, do you have any projects you want to do? Like, what do you want to do? We have, well, we want to make what you want to make. So we want to be in business with you. And sometimes you get a good one like Spencer Confidential, which is still, I think, the most entertaining movie that they've made. Well, I could tell you, I mean, and let me you just, get this. I,
1: yeah, because I'll tell you what I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with I mean, first of all, I texted you earlier that I'm surprised Vin Diesel, you know, would turn down this movie. <laughs> now, this is a fucking Vin Diesel movie, first of all. But it let is. me tell you, let me give you just just imagine this logo playing across the screen. Sony Screen Gems and then the Old Guard comes on and tell me that that is not a perfect matchup for what this is.
0: I thought Rogue would have been a good There's another one that's
1: perfectly fine as well, you know? Yeah.
0: This is that kind of level of like Resident Evil uh, Underworld those that ilk And what I came to find out With things like Bloodshot Which we just saw recently And a slew of these other things And this as well Which has been adapted from a a graphic novel Is that just because it's a graphic novel Doesn't mean it isn't uh, Basically uh, Restomping on old ground And following the same tropes And cliches that fucking movies have Because this is just This is is barely a movie (laughs) You know where this is going It's barely an individual piece of art the only thing that I can say about this movie which I found somewhat interesting was that it actually did get better as it went along. I thought the first act mm-hmm. was so jumbled and so mismanaged that I didn't, first of all, Charlize Theron, I don't know if she's going for like a Ruby Rose look and they couldn't get her so they went with Rome. That look on her with the haircut and the badass attitude got old. Real fucking quick.
1: Well, especially because her dialogue is really horrible in this. And There are the moments where you can tell, oh, this is her moment. She's going to say this. She's going to do that. She's going to feel this. And it's like, holy shit, is this just one of the most basic uh, dialogues and basic scripts I've ever seen? I I don't even know how she would have read this and looked at this character and thought, oh, this is interesting. This is a challenge, right? There's no challenge here at all.
0: The only thing I can say for her is that she somehow is still the credible female action heroine I like her in these kind of roles I thought this that she wasn't particularly well used in this movie mm-hmm. but I thought that the second act the when they introduced fine. the villain and they got in the, in the story of the, the the is she a marine or uh, you know she was in the military there the girl who becomes mm-hmm. part of their 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 clan I thought that that is things started picking up and I know that I, I would say the most exciting sequence in the whole movie is a sequence that like you touched upon in our text messages is a redundant sequence in the cargo plane sequence, but at least it was a lively part that of the movie. That was the most interesting
1: one. Here's my, here's my new thing for people. If you're reading a script and the second act, there's a fucking scene in a cargo plane, red alert, you know, the, you know, the, the red flag, shit should go up. You should wonder, is this movie good or not? Because I tell you the amount of movies that, that, that are not good that have a goddamn cargo plane
0: scene in the second act lately uh, are everywhere. When you told me watch The Old Guard, and I thought... I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious. I put this on, and I Charlize, I was like, oh, she's in this? I thought this was the Miley Jovich Monster Hunter movie. That Which I, I would told, much rather have watched. Yeah. And so I was so disappointed there wasn't monsters in this movie on top of <laughs> it. Dad, insult no, to No, this injury. is just
1: nothing. This is a movie... I honestly, to God, about these types of movies like this, where you have these people who are just unkillable, and they, they come back to life. They have this stupid lineage thing. They're, it's kind of like a vampire thing, but they're not vampires. You know, it's just it's shit that I could come up with. It's so unimaginative at this point. Uh, I mean, truly, truly unimaginative in every single way. Mm-hmm. It, it is the only way to describe the old guard. Really base shit that you've seen a million times, and I just found
0: it super boring. I thought that it took a long time to get to where it was going as well. I think that it's Netflix... It's too long. It's two hours. Ne- most... If you look at their movies, including Eurovision, which mm. I haven't seen yet, but I see that it has a running time of 130 minutes, I, I you noticed that problem is... know what? I like Eurovision, though. Everything is long. <laughs> I think that they have no... They're letting directors get final cut, maybe, or they're oh, not yes. camping down.
1: That's that's rampant throughout all of Hollywood, right? That's fair. That's so. fair. Yeah, I, mean, I agree with you. I think movies are too long in general. I don't think it had the old guard been an hour and a half, I may you know we may be talking a little shit. bit more. Of a, it's still shit, but it, it may have been a little bit more more of a favorable review, um, in regards for what it was, uh, y- you know, attempting to do. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we we had mentioned Bloodshot. <clears throat> I feel like we gave Bloodshot uh, um, a bit more of a chance, but I feel like Bloodshot's a little bit of a more interesting movie than this, at least. It, uh, yeah.
0: I'll say this. You brought up Bloodshot again. I don't know it's again. Any better, but... Tell me that this movie isn't The Last Witch Hunter and Bloodshot merged, but with Charlize Theron. It's basically those two movies merged. In a way,
1: except both of those movies, I mean, The Last Witch Hunter especially, but Bloodshot as well, I would say are far more interesting than The Old Guard. They actually have yeah. other things happen in them uh, that just makes them more interesting. I don't know. As far as Last Witch Hunter goes, it deals with its legacy, you know, with, with its uh, history... Uh, way better than the old
0: guard does. Hellboy, this latest one go. did better than this movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling ah. you, they'll eat. get it out of there. You know, he like Joey Diaz over there. I want to, I want to <laughs> cough for you. <laughs> uh, All right, mm. well, I, you know what? Last thing before we kick the nuts of. Uh, well, what do you think about? I mean, what do you ultimately think about? I'll, uh, I'll put it this way: this,
1: we'll do this for this episode. We'll say this has a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb.
0: I don't have no, no idea. That's fair. How to, no, I think this is not. No, you think I think it's less than that. Yes, I think it's way really? less than that. It has a 70 out of 100 on Metacritic As a combined score 6.7 out of 10 That's about I don't know same. why this is so positive I would give this, uh, oh, this 2 out of 4 stars This widely
1: watched Right, People uh, have really uh, seem to uh, have enjoyed this movie And I don't, yeah, I agree I don't know why Maybe because there's nothing else to watch And in that, in that sense, I kind of agree Because the budget is fine As I said before, the budget is there This movie looks fine um, The action scenes are there They play out I don't think they're particularly great, mainly because I just don't care about any of the characters, and also the characters can't die, um, unless they just magically need to via the script to inject some sort of. And that's my favorite part about this movie too: is that they're like, "Oh, well, you can't die, but but you can kind of. We don't know when. Well, I'll tell you when. When it's most imp- effective in the storyline." Yeah, you things were real die, murky you on know? that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's gonna happen. Like, give me a break.
0: And not only that, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to get too uh, too touchy feely here, but there were some things on this, and you could tell that like they, they touched all the inclusion and and all that kind of stuff perfectly. I mean, like it was down to like
1: I did not the, notice part, any of that. You didn't notice that
0: like <laughs> her teammate were they not laying together? Were they not like? The, oh yes, you know I know what I mean. The, like, the moment
1: the, when uh, like some of these when things he were, talks like, back to the cop, it's basically when he's when he's saying like. You know, it, it, it's actually not bad dialogue either, where he's saying, like, he's not, you know, my my lover or whatever. I can't remember quite what the guy says. Boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend. He's this, he's that or whatever. I thought that just does not... As powerful enough as that uh, script was, and that, that guy delivered it fantastically. I don't know what that has to do with anything that's happening in this movie. That was
0: my point of the, the movie. Uh, we just misplaced it. Why is it that like, in here? Th- that's not character development. That's
1: yeah, not character it's development. not bad. It, it I mean, just... That, I, I liked what he said I agreed with it but that whole idea of like well he showed that guard and it's like what why is that in here
0: yeah it was it was a weird beat but there is potential that if they do another one I think now that they created something they might be able to run around in that world a little bit better then because this was very clunky That first 30 minutes I
1: guess But don't they need something I mean I I can agree with you Because most sequels do that Most sequels um, Once you get past the world building Realize that you need something extra Right And it'll it'll introduce something That's at least interesting or, Or something that's a little askew that you can kind of get behind and say, oh, there's something here. So possibly,
0: but... You're a fan I mean, of fuck, Aeon Flux, which is a bad movie. But it's a bad movie in an you interesting way, I, and this I, is just a bad movie would, in a dull way.
1: I would dis- I would disagree with that. I think Aeon Flux is actually written fairly well. Um, I think people <laughs> don't like sci-fi. I think that's the reality of it, and it's too sci-fi. It's too, uh
0: it is out. It's very sci-fi. It's very. Well, you look at sci-fi. this. This has
1: a fantastic. Um, this is just nothing. There's just nothing here, and people love it. So it's like, okay, well, so, so <laughs> the idea. But, I mean, it makes sense though, in a way, right? There's nothing here to, uh, to rub you the wrong way, right? It's just, it's just a real simple action. Movie goes from point A to point B. These people can't die. Blah blah blah. Whatever you know, it's standard shit. So okay, so you reach a, a wider audience. You know, Eon Flux demands a little bit more from you. Um, but there's a lot more going on in it, and I think that the characters and the way that the script is set up, there's there's setups and payoffs and whatnot. It's just a better written movie. Period. There's just more... There's there's an attempt... Whether you like it or not, you have to admit there's an attempt at way more in Eon Flux than there ever even comes close to in The yeah, Old Guard. Yeah, there's a
0: lot more going on in that movie. like it, it, As like things going on subplots and subplots and what the thing's trying to say even. A lot more. But I still think that Spencer Confidential is the best movie that Netflix has made.
1: I will have to agree at this point. I think they can top that, um, and they could probably top it pretty easily, Uh, Which is the thing that bothers me the most. I don't understand how they keep screwing this up. How do people... How do they keep picking these bad scripts?
0: I'm telling you, they're asking stars, what do you want to make? And they got these fucking movies that studios won't bankroll. And they say, can you do this? Yeah, sure.
1: I, I I don't know. I mean, is Vin Diesel picking these movies for everyone? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe, might be. Hey, he's I on mean, the set of Fast about, Five oh, or Fast come Eight until they're bright. This is a good. I script. mean, keep
1: go go down the list and look at them They these are Vin Diesel uh, fucking movies. These are all the Vin Diesel reject
0: movies. <laughs> I'm yes. telling you, I love <laughs> them. these. I wish, wish he was in every one of them. To be honest with you,
1: it actually would have made them a lot better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about 7500, which is the Amazon Prime original film. Uh, this is. I took this as a foreign film. Is this not a German production, um, or some but sort of foreign place production? But
1: all in, um, in Europe. Yeah, technically,
0: and, I mean, it takes place on an airplane, but you're right. Starring an American actor in Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and this is and a lot a film of about European actors. A lot of European actors, mm-hmm. and all very good actors. I mean, I, this is an exquisitely the casted acting's movie. great in this. Very very good movie. This is a, I would say a mix I don't want to say Air Force 1 because that's not doing it justice but mm-hmm. United 93 the Paul Greengrass movie is one sure. of the most disturbing movies I've ever seen in my life it really got under my skin when I saw it at a theater I almost walked out because I knew how it was going to come and I just didn't want it to it was too documentary feeling I to this day I've never rewatched it watching 7500 I got moments of that but I also
1: uh-huh.
0: was quite bored until the thing got rolling. <laughs> I thought it was a little bit overly when, done when in the beginning. When do you beginning. think that was? Uh, I thought that the moment I talking all first
1: act, or are you talking
0: no, I thought into that the, the second min- act. I no, I, I thought that once they got into the air and I was waiting for things to happen, then I was going. But when it was a checklist and it was kind of the mundane procedures okay. of getting off mm-hmm. the ground and waiting, so for you're a talking couple, like first 10 minutes, minutes or so 15, 10, 15 minutes, minutes. Okay. from that point on because this movie's only 90 minutes long right. that movie felt like it was three hours long and with and short of a couple of missteps not? here and there i thought that i didn't quite find believable i thought it did a very good oh, job sure. of, of of being as realistic as it could while being entertaining and not being a documentary
1: i mean i think this movie loses it at the end for me as far as real realistically with Just a- how people react And what, what it becomes Because in the end It almost becomes this uh, Action movie in a way And he he defeats And everything But then you realize Like at the end When uh, I don't Should we spoil it I don't know When he has that moment And he has to walk out And look And realize What the fuck Actually happened like Because you kind of forget Um and, and then he's ushered Off the plane In that sense Um And in a way He's still anchored Right Because ha- he has a kid so he's still he so he has to survive because he's got a kid so he's anchored to outside the plane and in, in that sense but it still feels like it was just an action movie like he got to the end and and now he's he has a horror movie or an action movie and, and, he's, and he's the final guy and he's made it out and stuff
0: that that's you what the movie but, lost but, the but little you kind power. of
1: forget the the horror that he's been through right because that the horror which is um it, basically these guys are gonna kill people if they if they don't open the cockpit right the whole so the whole movie takes place in a cockpit
0: Right of the airplane during a, during a plane hijacking
1: during a plane hijacking, and these guys are going to kill people, and they do in fact kill people if he, they will not open the thing. And and one of those people uh, happens to be his girlfriend, who he has a child with, who is a stewardess on the serving on the airplane as well.
0: And, and there so is the, a so camera a that is showing. Woman. The cabin, and he can see it in the, the cockpit, yeah. which is really? where a lot of the tension happens.
1: Incredibly in tense moment. Uh, I and thought even, even before technique. that, but yeah,
0: I mean, really simple yeah. filmmaking technique, and done with great uh, character development and acting. The mm-hmm. acting in this is so high quality from even people that are playing the terrorists in very small yep. roles, and and you, you see I that because there is an external struggle going on outside the cockpit, and then within the cockpit as well. Later, I think that the most tense moment of this is the struggle between the. Two terrorists in the cockpit. That Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not even there. You know when, when one character kind of has the breakthrough and doesn't want to die. Losing me. I agree. When this, when the plane hits the ground again, I think this loses something. Because at oh, that, but point, by that
1: point, yes, I agree 100%. And that's what I'm talking about as far as the action ending, right? It feels yeah. like it
0: switches gears from suspense to action at that point. Well, it becomes Captain Phillips in a lot of ways, I thought. I think, okay, well, here you're, just, you're showing me the that's same. I knew, but he's I knew been what they through were signing so up for. I, I mean,
1: going through that scene with his wife and stuff was to me was just heart wrenching. Like, oh, that was too God. early in the movie, it's, I thought. That's what I'm saying, right? Because once that happens and once that's done and over with, the
0: stakes there are um, no more.
1: Well, they kind of are because, as I said, he has the kid. So he's still grounded outside the airplane in that sense where he has to survive. But they don't hit that enough. And they do actually hit that, right? Because he says, I have a son, this and that. Right, Right. So the guy who actually finally breaks in to the cockpit... Um, the younger brother of the guy who's uh, Already uh, this is all fucked up But it's hard to explain but there's a lot of shit going on here People all right so these <laughs> people are in this fucking Cockpit and then they do make mention Of his son right they still kind of like try To bring that up and stuff but it's like after you've been After you've seen the scene Where even after the before the wife Even the the, the other guy the just right, The regular right, yeah, guy yeah. it's like holy yep. shit Like that that moment Uh, In in the second act there, uh, really, that's kind of the beginning of the second act. Um, Those moments are just uh, fucking harrowing, you know, and they're long, too. This movie you mentioned is 90 minutes. This movie feels like it's two hours long. That's what I was saying, Um, yep. uh, Sometimes it's a bad thing because it really is just a slow movie in general. There's not a lot going on. But other times, I really think you get wrapped up in it in some sense, in the suspense and in just the, the horror of what's actually happening. It feels Fucking real, doesn't it? Like, I, you, I can imagine being in his shoes and being like, oh my, like, you can't open the door.
0: You just, hard what can you do? Dude, you, you can't do anything. It, oh, it's crazy. Just, for it's been a long time since I screamed this much at the TV when I was watching a movie like take care of that fucking guy and make sure he's dead and die. you know like I wanted to like take charge of the whole situation but at the same time it was almost like parts of it were like Chuck Norris is the Delta Force and I was like right. this is not like this. Is, it, it, we're going here a little fantasy but as an acting exercise for G- Gordon Levitt who underplays the role sometimes I thought to, to a detriment to where I thought I didn't hmm. think he'd be that spineless, you know. I thought maybe he'd have a little bit more gumption, but then maybe that's just my interpretation of how the character should have been played. But what's on screen I don't know if he is has a
1: choice, though. I mean, I think they very did a good job good of showing that,
0: and the filmmaking technique for, for the small spake is also. I think the director will go on to do great things late, you know, later on. And I think as as a one off movie, I think people will be better off watching United ninety three, which is. Uh, this times a thousand. Well, I think the, you can the...
1: watch this no problem. This is it's only an hour and a half. You know, I, I don't think I have a problem um, recommending this. I mean, I agree with you. There are other movies that are that are better than this in a sense. I, I mean, in a sense, you're. I mean, what, what was it, Phone Booth, and then what was the Wesley Snipes movie? You know, in some sense, there's there's always a a, a different movie that's similar, right? That right. might be better. Um, uh, God, what is that movie? Liberty Falls or something, Liberty.
0: I forgot about that one. I thought you were talking about um, uh, Passage of Fifty Seven. No, no,
1: no, <laughs> uh, I believe it's Liberty something. But there, yeah, there's where he's a, there's on a the Wesley Snipes movie yeah.
0: uh, that's very similar to Phone Book. This is actually stands I, still. Liberty
1: stands still. I actually find better to, than than Phone Book. Um and, phone booth. Uh, phone booth. Good God. This is in what I'm some here ways for, <laughs> In some ways, um, but uh, but I, I feel like you're saying the same thing uh, with this, and I and I kind of I agree with you. I know where you're coming from, but I still say. Uh, th- this is worth watching. Um, you can watch both of them. You know, I don't think I, this is so short, and it really it's is. Just
0: not a, it's not an easy watch. No, but thing. it's very
1: gripping. I mean, I agree with yeah, you. It it's, it's not an easy watch, but in some sense, that actually makes it better. Like that's almost the point of it. Like it works. You can tell that this. Oh, this is really working. Um, which speaks to something about uh, uh, making a movie that just takes place in, in such a small space, and how that can st- still be effective.
0: I think this was a, probably played very well in theaters, especially in film festival circuits, because this was very yeah, gripping I can at home, imagine so that. I can imagine a theater even more gripping with the sound. It had good sound design. Right, let's move on and talk about The Gentleman, Guy Ritchie's film that came out last April. Finally. One of the last oh, films. That was,
1: a, what was that, 6.2 or something out of 10 on INDb. So. Uh, for what,
0: 7,500.
1: Yeah, 7,500 Okay, so, I'll agree with so that So a little bit less than Yeah, I'd give it high i give it in the sevens, you know
0: It's much better than The Old Guard That's for sure It's oh, a much better by film. a million times better than that Your time I'm, is better I will say, watching I that I
1: will tell you this We'll do this right up front For all these movies now because, As i remember The Gentleman is the highest rated movie 7.9
0: out of 10 on IMDb well, I'm going to tell you what It's you the agree? best movie I watched Out of the lot that we're talking about Oh,
1: thank you very much Am I <laughs> yes. telling you right now that this is not Okay, first of all, this is a Guy Ritchie movie Which is just astonishing to me Because this movie is so fucking good If you have not seen The Gentleman uh, Shame on you, get out right now uh, I guess don't get out But pull out your phone and rent it I don't know what you do But get this damn movie and watch it I love right. this movie
0: I agree with you. You know what I thought about this movie? One, it's first of all, it's absolutely a Guy Ritchie movie from the moment it starts. But there's this is probably the most mature, less frantic, frantic movie of Guy Ritchie's. He's really slowed yeah, down a second here, and to the betterment of it, things aren't so fucking chaotic. That uh, I mean, I liked that King Arthur movie just because it was so balls to the wall. But it's uh-huh. been a long time since I really dug. Uh, a Guy Ritchie movie and I, th- I i This might sound you know like a blurb For a fucking poster but I think this is his best mm-hmm. movie Since Snatch it well, might even be better Than Snatch in hindsight well, well I'll agree with That because I don't
1: like Snatch at all I, I'm not a Huge fan of Guy Ritchie at all I, I, I know I like why I'm movies. surprised you like this so movie I really love this movie and I will tell you this much About it Um I, I Loved layer cake but the gentleman to Me is like a happy version of Layer cake I could see that and so I like it more because the in- first of all, th- this movie has so many fucking twists in it and they are welcomed twists. It's a beautiful movie. that it's has like an unreliable normally, narrator. Oh, for it- Christ's sakes. Normally a movie that has this many twisted, tell me you wouldn't get tired of it. You'd be like, you oh, start- fuck this shit. When does this thing end? Not in this movie. I'm like, holy shit. Bring it on. What's next now? What's this guy doing? What's that guy been up to? Oh, this guy. What's he been fucking doing? Oh, he's been thinking right. about this the whole time. Oh, everyone's got their own little fucking angle on this. Oh, what's he got? All right. Show me.
0: <laughs> well a couple of things about the performances, first of all. I first Hugh grant, the, he hasn't been this entertaining so in a good. movie ever. Ever. I mean, he's doing a Michael Caine impersonation and he is killing it in this kind movie. Of, I in love a way, yeah. what he was doing in this movie. I thought that I never thought that Matthew McConaughey would be a good fit in the Guy Ritchie movie of all things. He fits into this Fantastic. fucking scene perfectly. Colin Farrell comes on and damn near steals it as the boxing coach there or, or the no fight shit. coach and he he is fucking wonderful in this movie. Everybody has really moments. Good. Charlie Hunan comes in and, and and quietly has powerful moments too. And the thing mm-hmm. is graced with this great sense of humor and these moments Michelle that Daugherty really work. Michelle as,
1: were, as, as uh, McConaughey's wife, I thought was really good. There's, a, there's that scene where uh, where they come in to get her. Um, I, first of all, the movie, the whole entire movie opens is it's predicated on, as you say, an unreliable narrator. Um it, 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 it's really just fucking twists and turns and and like shit cuz the movie opens with McConaughey being killed.
0: I want to call this Guy Ritchie's crazy, Get Shorty, but it's kind remind of reminded me of that like, in no sense.
1: What is going on here? And then there's this moment when when they come out there Michelle Dockery and and so to wrap up the tension again on this moment at the beginning when 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 Matthew McConaughey gets killed, so to speak, right? And now they're they're out there uh with his wife getting her like is to ramp it up again later on like that same fucking moment is brilliant. I, I whoever wrote this, I, I still haven't even looked. I mean guy Richie's story. I, I don't know who actually wrote I thought wrote he this? wrote it as
0: well. I'm it's a story he didn't.
1: by I don't know who, who whoever actually sat down and really did the work on this is uh, fucking brilliant cuz well, the, the even just a throwaway plays like line. crazy.
0: And I, I, know, I know the c word here in America is is terrible to say, but in England they throw it around for all sorts of things. But when they are describing Matthew McConaughey as a proper handsome cunt, I fucking <laughs> I laughed out loud. I mean, I mean that was his character's introduction, and I literally laughed out loud, and I thought. This is the movie that's and the, once again the filmmaking technique here is he slowed brilliant. down from what he did in Sherlock Holmes and what he's done in other films. He not he's guy Ritchie it down framing, a framing and focused it framing staging everything bothers
1: me in every single guy Ritchie movie. In this movie, it's fucking perfect. Like I don't know he, what the difference. I don't know what happened. This movie, from head to toes, uh, is just a
0: fantastic film. It's also very hard, I think It hasn't been done successfully This might be the first time To do an action thriller around pot They tried to do it with That movie Gringo <laughs> last year Didn't work They tried yeah. to do it with Homegrown A couple years back With Billy Bob Thornton There's and been a bunch it, That just so never worked is so interesting too?
1: I, this is a movie I, I really The crux of this movie is like uh, He's running this pot business Which is just like Growing pot basically In a basement of some building And they find out about it um, but he's trying to sell the business And, and so in, in some I, I, I can't even actually get into it because the whole fucking Well
0: it's the, such a twisty plot little,
1: is crazy, But that's basically the idea right he's, he's a pot grower
0: He's trying to get out of the business they, he's,
1: trying to get, he's trying to sell his business What um, he basically has is, is, is these places That are hidden in buildings In this case there's one that's in a basement and it's just like a grow factory or whatever for pot.
0: It's a grow house, yeah.
1: He's trying to sell it, you know, and that's the basis of the fucking. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, but is there's there so even, many characters that have enough. agendas. I, I mean, that's that's nothing. That, that saying that. Well, Hugh the Grant is, the is like is, is a uh, is a reporter, right? He's right. Like, who's he, also he, a script writer Who's also out for to up, make some money. Charlie
1: Hunnam is like uh, is like the the right hand Matthew McConaughey's right hand man who uh, who cracks down the law, so to speak.
0: And Hugh Grant's um, got all this this knowledge about yeah, and uh, so Matthew they those two
1: have. Uh, uh, and that's another thing about this movie is that there's uh, we, we just listed a bunch of people. Every one of these people play off each other, and they all have their own like mini movies in this. Absolutely, um, and it's fucking brilliant. Like Char- Charlie Hunnam and the the Hugh Grant stuff when they're at his house sitting there having the barbecue and all this stuff. I loved holy it. Holy shit! Tell me that is not one of the most interesting. Uh, acted written like just written uh, the whole shot, thing about the, the whole steaks, thing oh my god when,
0: when he wanted to ask him if he had any steak yeah. and then he said I have this but it's you're not worth it. I mean, I'm the, crazy he goes in, you in love movie,
1: if you have if you can't tell at this point I'm uh, very like, surprised oh because
0: I've, I've stuck up for Guy Ritchie in the past I've liked some of his work I think that it, it, some of it is, is so outlandish but I like it overall much more than you do so I wanted to see this movie. I hate it. And you were like, oh, are you going to go to see this in the theater? Good fucking (laughs) luck. I know. I talked shit about this movie big time. And you fucking loved it. (laughs) And so I went into it kind of thinking like with my guard up a little bit like, well, what what the fuck is this going to be different than the other ones? (laughs) And within the first three minutes of this movie, I was all in. I thought Hugh Grant Was so good from the jump. And I swear to God, he's doing a young Michael Caine fucking impersonation. And the way he's lazily saying things and his brazenness, I loved that character from the jump. And then I thought it was really interesting. What Matthew McConaughey was doing with this character, and then the unreliable narrator all so which I different. spoke of, and and who who's and then like when once Colin Farrell comes into the mix, and Henry Goldie is probably the the, the least interesting character in, in the whole mess, I would say, and that's that's tough to say because there's so many interesting things going on, mm-hmm. but I found him to be the least interesting out of everybody. I kept wanting to check in with Colin Farrell, and to the credit of the writer, whoever did this. I, when I would start thinking about, I wonder what that person's doing. We'd cut back to that person. We'd get back to that story. Yeah, you know? they, they
1: weaved a perfect tale here. You have yes. to admit that. Right. As far as all the storylines that are, that are going together. Um, kind of misleading you in some ways based on certain things Because everyone, everyone in this movie has an angle and everyone knows what somebody else is up to. I swear to God, this is one of those movies where everyone is a fucking genius in this movie though. Everyone is two steps ahead of everyone else. How is that possible? I don't know. But I tell you, when you watch this fucking movie and that shit goes down and just jumps, um, From storyline to storyline, you know, uh, the end game of everyone's shit like plays out. It's like and it's satisfying shit. Oh, it is. So this is what knives out what I thought knives out was going to be as far as what I was talking about. Like, this this is fucking what knives out should have been. It's so good. I will fucking
0: back you up on that. As much as everybody blew knives out in out of proportion. I that was the fucking nominated for this, that and the other. Get out of here. This movie should be nominated if there is an Oscar next year of amongst the I best agree. screenplays. I Because this is amongst the right best here, screenplays. Man, best fucking picture. This I don't is even the care. the best movie I, uh, of 2020, so which is a muted year, obviously, but the best movie it's that's come out this year.
1: Uh, this did come out in early, early April. this year. In January?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gen- April, shit. I mean, in, January. in theaters I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. This yes, came yes,
1: out, yes. this came out early this year. Yeah. Yeah,
0: because I was going to see yeah, the I theater, agree. like I told you, and you said, good luck. This is so good. This was the best movie on today's show so by good. far. Not to not to blow it. All right, what else we got on the show here? Uh, where's my list here? Jesus, we got I got so caught up talking about the gentleman I couldn't even think about anything else. I, I've I've somehow lost my list here. This is how we can go. We, we can go call the wild. Whatever. Then how about that? Let's talk about yeah. Tell me about this. It's Harrison Ford's window? birthday as we record this today. Uh,
1: so you haven't seen this?
0: I haven't yet. No, no. and this I I was a, going to, but then I decided that life is more important <laughs> to be lived. This is a six point eight out of ten. Oh um, my goodness. That's high.
1: It's uh, it's a... It, I think it's about right. I don't know that's high.
0: The last Jack right. London movie I saw was White Fang back in 1991, the original. <laughs> not even White Fang 2. <laughs> so is this better than right. White Fang? Should I watch yeah,
1: this? Yeah, it's 100% better than that. Um, okay. I mean, it's a moving... Uh, uh, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Based on the trailer, I thought this was going to be complete shit. You were, um, you were very down on this movie, on you the know, trailer. The, you were very down. The dogs work... Um, I think it's more cartoony than it should have been, but they still work. Um, and yeah, I, as far as a family movie goes, um, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. it it's a perfectly fine. I don't know. I think six twenty out of Ford, ten is about right. He's is Harrison in, Ford in the it much end of it.
0: That's what I thought. Yeah.
1: So he's in the last even half. In the,
0: even in the trailer, he doesn't seem to be in all that much of it. Because the dog well, has to he's go in much of a, He's in the
1: last half. Get, I mean, he's not—he's not not in it, you know. But he's not—he um, doesn't play a major part, necessarily, in the beginning of the film. Um, he, uh, yeah, it's not till till the last half. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's not—it's it, not an important movie. I'll tell you that much. But it, it is a movie that if you're if you're looking for a Disney esque PG rated family film uh you know about the outdoors with animals and uh i don't know hairy men <laughs> <laughs> then uh then this is it you know it's it's not bad i enjoyed it i had no problem with it but it's not it's nothing to write home about you know it's nothing i would uh i would say you need to own but worth a watch
0: i wonder I if what this is, is the, the william defo has does not william Dafoe have like a direct dvd or direct fuck dvd direct to disney plus i should say Movie right now called To Go Togo,
1: I don't. Some very know similar to this, no?
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't Toga? invent this. I swear to you, Togo togo I'm I not don't sure. Know. I just realized not that long ago that Togo sandwiches is just to go. you know. So yeah, cut the guy some slack. <laughs> In any <laughs> case, about, I would recommend it. Tell me on. about Greyhound. The Apple you Plus didn't watch movie. Greyhound either. I don't have Apple Plus. Ow. Uh, this do. is a
1: 7.1 out of 10 rating. Um, that's high. That's the highest yeah, rating on
0: today's show, no? No.
1: Uh, uh, 7 point... What was it? 7.8, 7.9 for gentlemen.
0: Oh, well, fucking right. That seems um,
1: right. Yeah, this is too high. That's rated too high for this. Um. This is in the sixes somewhere. This
0: it, looks boring. It, oh, guess what? It is. Big fucking that's, surprise. That's what it looks like.
1: Um, it, this is just not an interesting story, you know? I mean, it is interesting in in the sense that... um. You know, a couple pages in a history book would be enough, and you think, well, oh, then you yeah. think that's pretty interesting, right? Um, but it's just not specifically as a story to, to, to pluck out of World War II. This is not interesting at all, and it, it really the action in this doesn't play out very interesting. Um, it's it, they're, they're aboard a Greyhound, which is this is a Navy um, ship that is escorting uh, a, a bunch of ships from the United States to Britain. And Nazi U-boats show up and uh, try to take out, uh, you know, the ships. And, and that's it. That's the whole fucking movie. And it's just these guys kind of walking around. doing Like, there, there's the boat there. Shoot some stuff at it. Okay. That's the end of that scene. Okay. Go on. Oh, get the sonar. Okay. We got another boat. Okay. Get, you know, get it. And at the wire, just like, yeah. I mean, this is a thing that happened, but it's not. It's a not interesting, and b, you're not executing it very interestingly either.
0: It sounds like a procedural. Does not sound very
1: like... much. Not so. It's just not. Um, it's just not interesting. It's only an hour and a half long, and that should really tell you something about a war movie.
0: Yeah, usually those are two hour I mean, um, shit, Midway was two fifteen.
1: Yeah, especially after seeing Midway and going to Greyhound, it's like, wow, this is like going from an epic to like a footnote. Like, what is this? Why was this so important? Um, I mean, granted, in real life, yes, this is very important. And and this is insane shit that someone went through this. But, you know, this is a a movie. We've we've chosen something out of World War II here to elevate it, to say this is something that you'd be really interested in sitting through and and telling you a story of, right? And it just doesn't play
0: out here a subplot in a better movie you know like yeah that's what i say
1: like it's interesting history it really is but it's it's worth about a couple pages in a history book is what it's worth because it's not it's just uh you know it's just like facts like they went across and like some stuff you know blew up and 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 yeah like a lot of people died and you're like that's pretty sad but I don't... They died everywhere. Like, I don't know why... Like, why is this such an important thing to really make an entire movie about?
0: Well, what's strange is that this was penciled for a theatrical release before all this happened, and, and he then said Apple he was, took it over. He
1: said he was... Uh, Tom Hanks specifically uh, said he was uh, unhappy that it didn't get a theatrical release. But I tell you, if I had seen this in theaters, oh, my God.
0: This is going to reach way more people on Apple Plus than this was ever going to reach in theaters. This was probably going to be oh, a, man, a modest... I, Flop. If you had seen
1: this in theaters, um, you know, and I'll say the same thing for the old guard as well. If you had seen the old guard in theaters, oh my God, gouge out my eyes, you know. Those um, both would have. It'd drive you insane to watch some of this stuff in in a theater just because it's so boring and basic and um, unimaginative, you know. And not that you know, this is a real life story, so important still, okay. But again, there's a difference between history telling history retelling things and 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 those things being important as events in history and making a movie out of them right you know what i mean like like telling some fiction because this isn't real this is, it's a fucking not a real movie it's not really this isn't really world war Two. people no one died in this movie um so it has to be something more important than that or at least um if you're gonna base it in this you should at least make up a story that's more interesting <laughs> right
0: well, this is, I mean, that's a perfect segue into the next movie, actually, which is a movie I saw in the theater back a couple years ago. And I had told you on our show, I put on our top, my, I think I put it like my top three of the year, which was I, Tonya. And this was the Tonya Harding story. Talk about an unreliable narrator. This movie features three or four unreliable narrators. <laughs> they tell you from the beginning that not to trust anybody in the story. And this is full of, once again, great acting great filmmaking technique and the way to tell an an odd story so creatively that you are hooked from the very beginning to the last frame and you kind of find yourself liking and feeling (laughs) for these people and at the same time disgusted at their behavior but like kind of amused I thought this was just a a somewhat of a brilliant movie I, I really loved this movie when I saw it and you just got a chance to catch up with it so please tell me your thoughts yeah
1: this has uh, this is the second highest rated movie, seven point five out of ten uh, on IMDb. So people uh, apparently really like this movie. And I'll tell you what, I took a long time to see this. I, I kept pushing it off, and it's, it's on Hulu. It's been on Hulu for fucking ever. And I just thought, eh, eh you know, Tanya Harding. I, you know, I know the story. It's not that interesting, right? Uh, let me tell you something this movie is fucking brilliant and if you have if you're as dumb as me and you haven't seen this fucking movie yet uh shame on you go watch this right now uh this thing is so good i you know execution uh i mean my god everything all the direction the acting um the writing uh, so interesting and even just how how stupid and insane these characters are they do such a good job of keeping that grounded in a way where it's believable, but you know it's over the top, but but you know it's not, it's not that much over the top of the reality of what actually happened, mm-hmm. which is the which is, makes this movie even more enjoyable, and I thought just laugh out loud funny through a lot of it, um and, and yeah the acting like you had mentioned that this was one of the, the few movies with Margot Robbie where you thought that she actually deserved that the accolades that right. she got yeah and I. 100% agree with you on that. And I I think she's great. You know, I, Harley Quinn, I love um most anything she's been in. I think she's she's been she's, she's been, been um, good,
0: but this was outstanding.
1: Something's well, like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, you know, there are things that, that really aren't fair to judge her in necessarily cuz the the role just wasn't, eh, you know, it was whatever. But uh but you're right. This is outstanding and I think a lot of that has to do with with the role in general, but it clearly proves she's she's up to the uh uh, the, the
0: the moniker I know I would say. Got, you know, the next big thing I mean, <laughs> the honestly, challenge it, I guess yeah. Allison Janney is fucking great she is so
1: good in this oh my oh god my I had no idea she could be that I mean I've seen her before um, I watch mom and stuff I like her and everything but oh my god Every everyone in this movie is just um, it's just you know balls to the wall acting really they're, they're just the, everyone in this movie in, in any moment in this movie are in the moment and it doesn't matter if it's a if it's a moment in which it's a lie it doesn't matter if they're breaking the fourth wall it doesn't matter whatever they do they're they are that character so i, mm-hmm. I would have to say the acting is and the writing um, it's just one of those movies where everything comes together perfectly
0: yeah, I just I thought that the in the energy that we, the director put in that movie, I just remember it being very energetic and it felt alive as it was going on. It felt like it, had, it was vibrant. You know what I mean? It just yeah. it is it moved. It's it's when you said like as you were flipping through and you saw oh, I know that story. I don't want to watch that movie. It's not that movie. This movie is a crackling film that is, and the guy who plays Jeff Galulli, who also played uh, Richard Jewell in the Clint Eastwood right. film recently, mm-hmm. I, can't believe, I can't remember that name, that actor, he is extremely good in this movie too, and dryly fucking funny. I mean, his scene, the, the, the mm-hmm. gimmick of them interviewing the characters and sitting down and talking. But these are real people. Yeah. Absolutely, and this is based on a real documentary. This was a thirty for thirty podcast mm-hmm. that started this whole thing, which is just as entertaining as this. It's kind of a cool thing to see the real people later, and you realize what good impersonations mm-hmm. everyone's doing. But this is just a fucking good movie on its own. I highly well, I recommend I it to I remember some everybody. of the things, like I re-
1: but they're funnier. <laughs> I don't know why it's funnier in the movie than it was in real life. You know, like the guy changing the parking spot every fifteen minutes yes i remember that happening like, i remember that being the real thing but it is fucking hysterical in this movie and it's some it's the way in some in some sense this movie is almost a documentary that is made up i guess it's a
0: mockumentary it, it's almost is, isn't tap it? it tap kind of is i know is. you're talking about yeah i never thought about it like that but i can see what you're talking about yeah
1: but that that really works for this movie and then and, and that's breaking the fourth wall um when they do in the narrative of this um I mean, obviously they do that because the movie is technically shot as a mockumentary plenty of times, so they aren't breaking the fourth wall technically, but they do it in the narrative as well. Um... I don't know. I don't know how you would classify this uh, necessarily, but it is brilliant in some way. I thought it, that the, the
0: film also did a good job. The writing did a good job of not passing judgment. It just kind of was well, looking at them. Do you tell me? It let, let, me let tell them you this. exist. Do you like
1: Tony Harding after? I I like Tony Harding a lot More. better. I think I understand Tony Harding a lot better after watching this Absolutely. movie. Absolutely, yes, I'll tell you that I, much. I,
0: I, as much as I was repulsed at some of her actions, I also sympathized with her and yeah. found her to be tough, damaged, and ambitious. Even as fuck. her
1: husband, even even after all that he did, as well. Um, you know, if, if you believe only her side of it, I believe there's probably a lot of truth to it. Uh, he, even the, the evil that he is, you know, he comes off as human. Everyone in this movie comes off as human, deeply flawed but human.
0: Right. And young. Get remember how young these people oh, were when this all happened. You know, it's, 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 forget about that because we were so young when it happened. But they were extremely young too, and oh, yeah. um, just an odd, an odd sports film, but a good little sports film on top of it. So I, I highly recommend if you haven't seen *I Tanya*. It's available on Hulu, like Trevor said. Um, catch up with it, and if you if you're not sold on Margaret Robbie, which I know a lot of people are tired of her. I said she was overexposed already. This is the movie where I finally said I get it. I see outside of just being a, a beauty, I see what she can be and she, she scaled back her looks in a lot of ways for this you know she's kind of raw in some scenes but damn she is good in this movie and this is just a great film I really liked it I forgot about this movie actually glad you, glad you <laughs> saw it you know what I mean because it was like it, she was nominated I, I think uh-huh. for that year but I don't think it got much a, a cl- I think Allison Janney went. might have won actually she did win and Allison Janney won yeah okay. sure. which was deservedly so mm-hmm. deservedly so all right, so let's talk about Vivarium, which yeah, is... Yeah, uh, Vivarium,
1: I don't know how you say this.
0: Uh, Jesse Eisenberg film? I didn't even this Comedy, horror,
1: sci-fi movie.
0: Well, this is a deep starring, cut. Where'd you find
1: this uh, at? Imogen Poots and, uh, and Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, this is on uh, Prime, I believe, right now. But this is a new movie okay. that I knew was coming out and I was waiting for. Oh. Uh, very weird uh, sci-fi movie in which a, a couple go out to buy... This is Imogen Poots poots and uh i just like her name i like you i can
0: tell i like listening to you do
1: are this couple um not married but going out looking for well maybe they're married i don't i'm not sure but they're going out looking for a new house and they go to this uh this very weird gentleman who will is like i'll show you this uh you know i got this house over here on this uh tract and it's brand new and you're gonna love it talks them into it and they go out um to see this thing, and this guy's weird as shit. The uh, the neighborhood is all green. This takes place in in uh, in the UK and Britain, by the way. So you're safe in the US. Don't have to worry about this shit. This only ha- this happens well, across the pond, you know. So don't.
0: Let me tell you what. Don't worry uh, about that. We ain't safe here at all. It turns
1: out. You you are for this, so it's okay.
0: But, <laughs> hate to but, burst your bubble there, Pop. <laughs> if,
1: you, if you wind up going into a uh, buying a new home in a, in a place where all the homes are green and everything is like green. I this, it looks like a Soviet like Eastern Bloc. Um. Well, don't buy that shit. It's probably real <laughs> well, cheap I don't know how to explain property. it, but that's what it looks like to me. Anyways, Do they have an HOA? but I don't know. There's no one else in this neighborhood. It's just them. They get left there by this guy. And, uh, and what happens is they... Uh, uh, they try to leave They can't You know You can't get out of it It's like a maze You can't leave They always come the back To the same like it house It sucks already <laughs>
0: This sucks this already This like Fucking This sounds like That bad Nicolas there. Cage <laughs> movie
1: we saw oh,
0: That color this of would
1: space be, This would be So much better If it had Nicolas Cage In it Because um, t- <laughs> What movie is not To be honest what happens What happens later on Would be been, been, been fantastic Please do tell but me
0: I'll never watch this get, movie get, Please tell me
1: They get a package And it's this kid And so they have to Raise this kid The note says Raise the kid And then you'll be released so then they have to raise this kid, and this kid is fucking psycho, right? It's, it's clearly like some aliens have captured them and are forcing them to raise their kid. Now, none, none of this is is actually answered, um, uh,
0: but that's uh, why because that's creative not to answer fucking questions you've it's been raising for 90 it's minutes? It's not answered
1: hundred percent, but it's just clear that that's what it is. I guess I don't know. it could be whatever. You could say it's like you know something from a different dimension, uh, whatever the aliens, you know. Um, and so they force it to raise, to raise this kid, and this kid is a fucking nightmare. But there is some pretty hysterical shit in there. Like, when they first get the kid, and there's a scene where it shows is them in bed, comedy? and they walk, some kind of, and the kid walks in, and he's like, he screams or whatever, this, this is weird shit, and they both sit there, and they flip him off, he, he wakes them up, so you're like, okay. And they're like, fuck this kid, and he, it, it's a fucking nightmare um, raising him. And, uh, but, but, you know, they do it and they're trying to find their way out and they can't, and they can't get out. So they kind of go crazy. And then, uh, he starts digging a hole in the front yard and he just keeps digging and digging and they're raising the kid and he gets older and, he, and he's growing, but he grows up really fast. Right. And then, uh, do you want to watch it yet? No. Um, and then, this movie <laughs> sounds like it's dog shit. He grows I up. feel like this is... And he and he and he grows up and then uh, and then they're like all right and and then she's trying to follow him to like find out where he goes as as an adult because he's like leaving and then uh, and then finally like Jesse Eisenberg dies um, and that was the release because the guy's like well maybe he should be released and then he dies and they have this bag and they put him in a bag. Um, I'm not done yet. This is, you know, this <laughs> Bro, is a fantastic you spent movie. Ninety and...
0: minutes watching this piece so of this shit, is, and in ninety uh, seconds, I can is... <laughs> tell you this fucking thing sucks.
1: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I could go on and on. Obviously, I, the, the, there's weirdness at the end where the, the, they go through um, different uh, dimensions. I guess I would say um, they wind up back at the beginning. Basically, the, the movie is a loop um, from from the beginning of the film ah, to the end of the film. Fuck. Um, not a time loop Mind you uh, You know The shit that happens Happens They both die
0: That fucking shit um, that's I'm glad anything? if I ruined it
1: for you I'm, You should be glad The movie's weird I'll, I'll tell you um, You know What was what the, the fuck? Uh, Why
0: did you even How did you make it to the end of this thing
1: Because I watch movies um, I know But
0: I watch a lot of movies too Sometimes Shit like How did you stay awake Is what I want to know
1: it's well, not that. It really isn't that boring of a movie. No, shit, not. it's not that boring of a movie. It's it's a fine. It's okay. It's fine. It doesn't really do anything, but it's not boring. And you kind of do want to find out what happens, in a sense, like the way that the movie set up. It, it, I mean, it's not executed horribly. You know, it, it is set up in, into a way that leads you to be like, okay, well, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And
0: well, you're a sci-fi fan, right? like like you can see if you like sci-fi
1: then this is probably a a movie worth watching for you but it's a bit um but on the weirder side of sci-fi and i I would say um you know um oh god what was was the
0: scarlett johansson i was just gonna say
1: right well what is that movie Um, under the skin under the skin thank you so it's it's a lot in that same vein of that now under the skin okay that's fair brilliant um, let me tell you that, and, and Under the Skin is worth watching uh, more than Absolutely. once. Absolutely, this movie is, uh, you know, worth watching. I don't know worth, but you can watch it once. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but it's weird like that, you know. It has that same vibe to it, um, so it attempts for that. I don't believe the storyline is as interesting as that. Neither are the characters. Um, but as far as a, as a single watch goes, it does it does actually kind of keep your attention and uh um and i know the way i explain it is boring but those are all scenes that play out you know they try to get out they try to do this and that and it's kind of funny you're kind of like well how can they get out so they can't get out you know they're not gonna be able to get out okay well then what's gonna happen to the house and who's and what's gonna be this And what's gonna happen next and it kind of plays out and it's not um it's not a mystery in a way because you kind of they allude to what's gonna happen i mean i knew from the beginning of the movie i knew exactly what actually was gonna happen um and I just told everyone, so <laughs> I guess everyone knows now <laughs> as well. But uh, but yeah, it's not it's not really a, a, a suspenseful movie, I guess in that sense. Um, but it is, and I, 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 it's weird enough that it's interesting that I kind of was interested in where they were going to go with it. I guess I'll put it that way.
0: You know? I'll give Eisenberg credit for picking the weird. He's shit He's good. To I be mean, in. First
1: of all, the acting is great. Um, you know, hands down, the acting of this is really good. I, the movie just again—it's kind of like a greyhound, I guess, in that same way, where it's just like, it's like, okay, I get, I, I kind of get in general why you would think like this would be something that you would want to make, but when you get down the specifics of it, it's just really not worth it, you know, at the end. If that makes sense. These are also
0: projects that are this, coming straight to these streaming services. Guess so the rating. Uh, they need content
1: guess <laughs> okay, oh well, for sure this is on uh, prime or whatever but guess prime, guess the yeah. rating guess the rating
0: uh
1: 5.3 oh so close 5.8 and Ooh, i would say that's about that. right you know it's it, it, it isn't it, it's not a 6 100% you know i mean this is a d movie uh, by the time you get to the end of it it's a d movie but but going on the journey it is i would say a c journey <laughs> <laughs>
0: But by the time you get to it, you realize, ah, it's a D-movie, you know, in the end. But, you know, for every I, Tonya, there's a vivarium, so what are you, you going to do, you know? But at least you fucking... At, uh, at
1: least this movie also tries, you know, I'm, this is no Old Guard, by the way. okay, well, that's, you know, that's good to know. It so does at actually attempt it, to do something interesting, and it's different. In new. And new. Yeah, in some way, even though it kind of, it fails at it, and at least it tried to do something, and, and tried to be interesting, and it actually was... More interesting in certain moments than the old guard ever was, ever
0: in, in all of its time of even conception. 130 <laughs> minute runtime. Fuck, that's a long movie. That is a long. Speaking of long movies, let me just rant here, real quick. Uh, do, please do me a favor, do me a kindness. <laughs> please tell me what Rambo: Last Blood, what the score on IMDb is there. What 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 number we got here? What what Let's would you guess? See. I'm gonna uh, guess low played, fives. I
1: would, really, I would. I'm. I would glass guess. Okay, before I pull it up here, I'm gonna guess in the sixes. Six, I'm, gonna six, 5, 5.4. 5.4, I'm gonna say
0: Five point four. Five
1: point four. I'm gonna say six point four. All right, let's see. Six point two. So we split the difference <laughs> in some like way, right, but closer right.
0: to me, I win. <laughs> um, I thought you know to be fair, the Rambo theatrical cut wasn't the greatest I mean I if I'm being honest it's, it's and this is last can't blood really that, you, that we're talking about just yeah the, the last right. one that was in theaters mm-hmm. there recently the, the uh, not the 2008 version but right. Rambo last 2019, blood, 2019. last but yeah you didn't care for it at all they just released an extended cut available on prime right now if you're an Amazon Prime member you can watch it there it adds about 12 minutes of footage including an opening 10 minute scene action sequence that uh, really doesn't have much to do with it, but has a kind of a cool ending to it. It's a little bit cheap. I'm, I'm, I'm not too hyped on that. But what I do like is that there are—it way plays up more of the Rambo suffering from PT, uh, PS, PTSD. God, I'm suffering for it myself. <laughs> and it, it's way more of he is broken as opposed to he's just on this— involuntary mission. I, don't know, I thought that the movie had way more weight. I really like hmm. the extended cut and I'm not a fan as much as I love Stallone. The his the difference? Director's What's cut,
1: the timing difference? Uh,
0: there's just last little last blood's an hour clear. and a half
1: so what, just little this bits? A, uh,
0: hmm. This one is uh, 102 minutes so they added, oh, I mean wow. the first uh, opening scene, there's probably about 10, five to ten minutes at the front that were cut and there is a couple sequences with the 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 maid or the the older lady that lives well, with him that kind of one hundred
1: and two minutes. You said? I mean that's a lot yes. longer.
0: Yes, I know. And, and, and that's what the, like you forty know, minutes, right? That's a lot longer. No, no, no. no. It's a, it's twelve minutes, eighty nine minutes to one hundred and two minutes. It's an hour and forty two minutes. No. Not one hundred and forty two minutes. I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, that was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you said one hundred and two. I said it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's only twelve minutes longer, but still hmm, that's still actually the, a long
1: time, at, I guess.
0: To me, if you watch the first act alone, that's where the majority of the, the juice is put in. And it gives the movie a little bit more of a hmm. weight to it. It doesn't seem so fucking rushed and in lightweight in a lot of it ways. It seemed like
1: it's it was just his like whoever. It wasn't even his it's obviously not his blood, but yeah, it's just I, like I, the, the girl, girl like he didn't really care, but he was just kind of there like I guess it's the right thing to do. Like that's kind of what it felt like to me in some sense. No, like he wasn't he really watch
0: this It's a little bit more um, fleshed out, if you will. And, I mean, the violence is even gorier, if you can believe it. And I just thought, like, this is a more complete movie. Like, this is an Hmm. actual... Granted, it's not a great movie, but it's more in line with the Rambo from 2008 that came out. So why cut it? I think because they were trying to get it down to its leanest form to have the most plays per day and have the most return. 12
1: minutes is not... um
0: Apparently, in Europe and everywhere else around the world, this was the cut that went out. In America, we were the only ones that got this truncated version.
1: Do you think that would be a rating issue,
0: maybe? Uh, No, because what's in there really isn't... It's a couple shots that are heavier, but it's more story-wise. So I don't know why they cut it. Apparently, Stallone was pissed, and this is the version he really wanted. And I have not liked the Stallone cuts of... The Rambo from 2008. I did not or like that one yeah, I thought those actually, those I thought better. the actual cuts were better. Oh, yeah. And this is the rare instance where I think this cut is a far superior film. So I implore you to at least, if you're not going to go back and rewatch it, rewatch the first 20 minutes and just give it a shot and see if you think it plays better. Now I'll say that that first opening action sequence is it's a little bit westerny, if you will, and some of the the special effects. You go, okay, this is. Definitely a millennium new image film because this doesn't have the greatest special effects here. But it's got a cool ending to that sequence and it adds a little something to the movie. It doesn't just seem like he's just sitting around on his fucking farm with his thumb in his ass riding horses. So I thought this movie was uh, much better in this extended cut version. So please watch it. Please do. <laughs> I've been trying to get you to watch Creed two for about two years I now, so I don't think that's gonna Creed happen. Two. too <laughs> I know. Good God! Please watch it my next fucking podcast, will you? Will you please?
1: I just feel like it's gonna be Creed one all over again. I don't
0: know. But it's not. It's Creed two. I it's Rocky. It's Creed. It's Rocky four part two. Oh my God! Wasn't wasn't there in,
1: uh, what was that? There's gonna be a Rocky four. There's cut? gonna
0: be a Rocky four director's oh. cut, and I I bring that on. And I, I wish am so excited. That's my favorite oh. Rocky. Uh, yeah, of course. Ugh. Everyone's favorite Rocky. Is it? Uh, it's mine. I think so. For damn I sure. Think so. I'll say this. I just had, uh, you know, my girlfriend's kids just watched Rocky with us for the first time during quarantine. A uh, 15-year-old boy and a 12-year-old girl, and they both really liked it. The The little girl said she was was getting nervous for him. The original Rocky 1? Yes, the original, which so is a good. tough movie to get kids to sit down and watch, though because but it's such it a good is, movie in general. It's slowly paced, though, in the sense that like mm. it's not visually ple It's it's This is as old as the do. first Star Wars, yeah. and they haven't gone back and cleaned this up like they did Star Wars. You know, this is not special effects and shit like that. So, <laughs> but as a movie, it still works, and they both really enjoyed it. And what that just special made effects me, would they add to it? Is it? Like like blood flying off when they it, I just mean anything? like they they can't like they can't jazz it up like they can with the Star Wars. Movies, you know what I mean, or like, it's not. It, it doesn't. Is move there? Do you think that quickly th-
1: on that topic? Then, do you think there's a big difference between the fight sequences, uh, special effects wise, fight sequences in Rocky and Creed?
0: uh filmmaking technique. Yes, yeah, but aside from Creed that, one. right? I mean, and
1: aside from just looking cleaner and stuff like that, but no. special effects wise, there has to be there maybe would be makeup, about zero difference, right? Makeup, maybe it's even makeup. Back then would be
0: pretty. Pretty good. Do you
1: think it would be that different? No, well, I think it's pretty good because so. he's
0: pretty fucked up in the first one. He looks good. I just think choreography is probably better now. Oh, hundred percent. They better angles, and they can cut. and when They can shoot digital, uh, makes a huge yeah.
1: difference. Yeah. And
0: they can do more. Ta- they, can, you, they got they're they're prevising things out mm. and all sorts of yeah, stuff yeah, now. Yeah. Whereas that the ending fight scene of Rocky One's a little rough, but uh, it, you know I still get the fucking goosebumps at the end. Good I've seen that scene. movie countless Great fucking scene, times. Though oh jeez i can't see my mind's eye but uh so now i told him don't worry we can watch rocky yeah, two next week more. so <laughs> I, I said something about well you know his real son plays a. son let in rocky 5. just let him know just
1: be like hey guys you're gonna want to jump almost straight to the end of rocky five it's the best one
0: well the thing is that her son had seen creed so he's trying to figure out who creed is in relation to all oh, this oh well the he'll like you know, number so, two then well, I told him, I said, that's like jumping into Star Wars and seeing The Force Awakenings and think that you, you know what's going on. you got to watch it from the beginning, bro. you got to see what's happening. Yeah, I mean, as far as Rocky yeah, movies so. go,
1: though, I think the fourth one is still. um and the said, fourth I one is that. one of the most simplistic, like,
0: you know, I won't it's say it's the best written video. one,
1: but it is fucking the funnest it's one. It's the least it's, written it's, one. Oh, for sure. It's like the Armageddon. It's, of, it's like the Michael Bay of fucking Rocky movies. I just, it is. I just love it, it though.
0: Is it's 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 fucking three montages two music videos and a fight Let, let's just get on <laughs> over with you know i love that movie well that's gonna wrap up episode 361 of the movie mavericks podcast we want to thank you guys for joining us as always and uh, be safe out there if you get a chance go to moviemavericks.com check out our old podcast or our back catalog of podcasts i should say and reviews for a bunch of random shits on there as well Uh, Speaking for Trevor Anderson, I am Jason Rugard and we of course are the Movie Mavericks Talk to you soon Oh my, another magnificent episode has come to an end If you're craving more, set your destination to MovieMavericks.com Warp 9, engage